podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. What's up, you guys? I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. On the channel, find podcasts, interviews, and content on a whole host of subjects, including football, mental health, films, TV, conspiracy theories, writing, wrestling, serial killers, and music. We also have our popular, popular series, Unscripted and Uncensored. At least two people downloaded it last week, and uh, we feature all sorts of people. We have MMA fighters, we have wrestlers, we have actors. All sorts of different people come on those shows and, and with those shows they're slightly different because the questions and the talking points are sent in by you the people. We had uh, two UFC stars, two cage, like a few cage warriors stars, Paddy the Paddy, Paddy the Baddy Bimblet, Brett Johns, Jack Tankshaw and a few others. Plenty of people, plenty of shows on uh, youtube.com slash acepodcastnation and the audio versions at the usual places. Today, we are talking the graps, the pro wrestling, and uh, I am joined to talk NXT UK, some other news, a bit of impact wrestling, some stuff has been going on, some stuff, and uh, I'm joined by post wrestling's writer, interviewer, also got his own YouTube channel where you can find the best wrestling interviews on the internet. Mr. Andrew Thompson, welcome, my friend. My, my, I appreciate all the, you know, the nice words and the, the, the grand, grandiose introduction, sir. Me and you were having a great conversation uh, off the air. We're going to keep having another great conversation per usual as when we do this podcast, do, the Ace Cast. That's what we do. We just talk it up. You can pay me later for the nice introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make my money. Make my money. <laughs> so yeah so andrew how are you i'm doing doing great man i just finished up my uh my my news beat man stretch with post wrestling man i'm, I'm kind of sad about it but now i'm back to my regular schedule of uh, the, the wednesday and thursday updates man but you know hopefully hopefully we'll, we'll be back on the news beat man again but that was actually a real good time i enjoyed that that was one man in the site so You've done a stellar cool. job, my friend, running that site on your own. The Newsbeat King. It was, uh, <laughs> it was good to see, though. Good to see. And it's good to see that uh, the, the boss people at Post Wrestling appreciate your hard work like mm. I do. Um, you can hear me all right, right? Yeah, man. It's been a uh, crazy, cool. uh, crazy week for wrestling news. Um, so yeah. just before we get yeah, into NXT one. Blackpool... There was a couple of things I wanted to ask you about. So, first Which one. one. We got three things, sir. Yeah, man. Well, I'm going <laughs> to hit you with a fourth now. So, the fourth one, which we didn't just discuss off air, was um, there was a picture floating around of, um, I think it was Sammy Guevara and Luke Harper with Brody Lee uh-huh. uh, in like a, an AEW kind of promo picture. Do you think it's likely it was, uh, Luke Harper I think I think I think they were at a, a, high, a, a ice hockey game, a yeah. hockey game or something like that. It was a hockey game, and yeah, the the picture was you know it was interesting. It's definitely gonna stir up some you know some talk. 
But I mean, I I think Luke Harper was gonna be great for AEW, like a great fit for AEW anyway, because they need a, a big man who's like besides Future Swords, who's athletic as hell and can will go in the ring. And I also think it would be a nice addition that Luke Harper would be able to like work something in his contract to where he can work New Japan like Jericho, yeah. Cody, and Chris Jericho can, and, and Kenny can, and the Bucks can too. But I don't think New Japan mess with him. I think Luke Harper working in New Japan could be incredible. I really yeah. do think he could yeah. be amazing. Just everything. Like, he could be this generation's Bruiser Brody. I just think it could be lit. Um, the the one thing with AEW is... The Japan Cup coming up. Say again, mate? I said the New Japan Cup coming up. Yeah, get Too him in much. the G1. Luke Harper in the G1 would be good. That would be yeah. some good shit. Um, Sell some tickets in the US too. Yeah, definitely. There's some G1 shows in the US this year. Nope. Nope. Missed opportunity, that is, in my opinion. Yeah, they, 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 didn't announce any, they, they didn't announce any answer. That enough. What, what I, thought, I thought they were going to come back to the UK after the, the show they had last year. Like That was a real good show, and that did really well. I thought they would, that would be the first thing they were going to announce was announce a return to the UK. But going to be in Japan for the G1 uh, and the New Japan Cup. And that's the Super Juniors. That's all taking place in Japan. So hopefully they announce some stuff. I mean, you know they got the New Beginning USA tour coming up. So yeah, It'd be interesting what they do with those uh, US tours, definitely. I think um, Luke Harper in AEW as well. I feel like he's so different to everything which they do. Uh, and everyone they have that I feel like he could make a big difference. Um, and if you go on what, like Dave Meltzer was saying yesterday, uh, Brian Cage is also signed with uh, AEW, which means they could yeah. end up with Brian Cage, Luke Harper, and Luchasaurus, which, you know, there's some talented big men. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I will be interested to see Brian Cage in AEW. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold off my judgment on that because I feel like AEW is still working or trying to establish the people they already have and then yeah. now you introduce another person and I know people are more familiar with Brian Cage but I don't think that the masses are no. familiar with Brian Cage so like I feel like AEW needs to work on establishing the people they already have and then you can bring in a Brian Cage like even with Warlow they haven't even really touched on him yet like well, he's you, there yeah like you, you think know? like the Butcher and Blade have pretty much disappeared it's, in the last couple yeah. of weeks. You've got Wardlow, I don't think has wrestled yet. Um, the Dark Order, who they were doing a really good job of repairing with the vignettes, have you, you gone wanna, back me, the other way. Would you put you Luke Harper as the Bray Wyatt of the Dark Order? I, I wouldn't do that, but I did want to ask your thoughts about so. How how beneficial do you think it would be? And I know you've seen the talk and everybody's seen the talk. How how beneficial would it be to the Dark Order if Matt Hardy were to come in and be the leader of the Dark Order that they've been teasing? I, th I think that would be like instantly put them at the top of the tag team division, like instantly having a name like that. His um, Free the Delete videos are amazing. They're mm -hmm. so good, and it just shows how much the WWE has wasted Matt Hardy's creativity and the broken stroke, woken character. They could have done so much with it. 
And I think I said to you on the, the one of the last shows we did that I would have liked to have seen maybe over Christmas or around now, not so much now because the Royal Rumble's coming up, but over Christmas when they were quiet, I would have liked to have seen a, a dark versus light Matt, Matt Hardy come in for a short feud with Bray Wyatt. Just literally uh, like broken Matt versus the Fiend. The Fiend squash him in the actual match, but them have like a big, because you know Matt Hardy could cut some awesome promos about dark versus light and the Great War. And I feel like that could have been a really good way to send off his character. But especially with all the free the free the delete videos, because I feel like they've been really, really good. Um in answer to your question, I've kind of soured on the dark order a bit now. Um they just they came in, they were trash. <coughs> then they repaired them with the vignettes. They looked like, yeah, this could be quite interesting. But I feel like with those vignettes, you know where you had like the one on the tri- on the underground train um, and some different, they had like those different ones. They, they rushed it. So you know the two dudes who joined um, the tag team who like got squashed? And then John Silver and Alice Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they could have dragged that out like a few weeks where they could have kept losing and then like someone from the Dark Order, like Stu Grayson or someone approaches them, says, you know, take this mask or come with us and we'll help you or whatever. I feel like no, they rushed but, but, it. No, but see, the thing, the thing with that is, like, and I know it's been a complaint, they, they pulled that storyline off on be, being the elite. Like, that's how they joined. And it, they, they did it exactly how you said it. Like, that's how that yeah. happened. But it just happened on being the elite and they didn't show that. On dynamite, they've got to stop doing like, that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know that's been a complaint of a lot of people. They like, well, you know, now that everybody's watching BTE, and that that's where some of the storylines that were like people were kind of questioning where the Hangman Page stuff came from started on BTE, and now it transferred over to Dynamite. Hangman Page did an awesome uh, thing with the private party on last week's Being the Elite, and mm-hmm. then they did a follow up to it on the TV but didn't show the original uh, segment. Mm-hmm. So like to some people, it kind of didn't make sense what they were talking about because they were talking about a segment which people hadn't seen. Um, and I just think they've got to show some clips from being the elite when it mm-hmm. refers to storylines on the main show. They have to because it's going to get people frustrated that they don't, you know, they're not, getting the ends or bits to stories because this going on on the YouTube show. Um, I think Matt Hardy is so good and the broken character is so good and so he's so creative that he could make it work. Um, And I do feel like him surrounded by a massive stable of masked, nameless people kind of fits the broken character and the and the zenith and all this type of stuff. But they have to be careful because what they don't want to do is put Matt as the leader and then it kind of take the edge off him because when he comes in, wherever he goes, he is going to be real hot because people want 
that kind of broken Matt Hardy character because they feel like WWE's dropped the ball with him so much that they need to be careful is all I would say, I think. Because um, AEW followed up a great show two weeks ago. It was awesome show two weeks ago on TV. Uh, and then they followed up with last week's show, which was, I thought, one of the worst they'd done. Um, and that was real disappointing because the week where they had that really good show, NXT had like the the awards show yeah. or something. It was like a yeah, throwaway yeah, show. Awards. Mm. They had a real chance to build momentum. So like this week, the AEW uh, rating was a bit higher than the NXT. And I feel like if they'd followed that up with a really good show, I feel like that gap would have probably stayed the same again next week. But I feel like now next week, NXT will end up pulling it back again. Yeah. So, That's a fair point. Yeah, man. I know. I'm a clever dude. <laughs> Look, um, mate, uh, some more Joe, some more Joe over there. Yeah, man. That's not a bad comparison. You like my T-shirt, British Strong Style. British Strong Style. British Strong Style. The guys, man. The original yeah, three. The original crew. So, just before we go into the NXT and uh, Impact shows, let's uh, let's talk about the man, another British British man, uh, Mr. Marty Scurll. Uh, Cambridge, so, England's finest. Indeed. The villain. Uh, so it's kind of rumors, reports dropping yesterday on social media. And I think it was PW Insider. Yeah, they reported it. Mm. Uh, resigned with Ring of Honor. He's part of the lucrative deal. Five, Very I read somewhere $500,000 a, a year. Oof, that's WWE money. I, I haven't seen a number, but I'm hearing it like they, they said it was a very, very lucrative deal, one of the most lucrative deals in Ring of Honor history. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's even, you know, that's close to that number or even if it's that exact. Well, the way I look at it is for him to turn down WWE and AEW. Had to be good money. Had to be money had like be. that because. And even more than money, obviously, now that yeah, we know course, that. You know, he's. Let's face it, if he does a good job as their booker over the next, like, five years, he's made forever, isn't he, in wrestling? Because he can, you know, he can keep being him. He can work minimal dates, get paid a load of money, and then he's going to be, you know... And you want want to know, I I think this was honestly the best move for Marty Skrull because I don't think WWE was the right option for him. I think if he went WWE, it would have probably been, you know, single swim. With, with, with them and I think with AEW he probably would just got lost in the shuffle behind the elite and he would have been the back man again and he would have probably been in the same situation like hey man paid but now in Ring of Honor he could possibly become world champion and I don't, I don't think Marty Scurll is that type of dude that now is the booker and he put the title on himself because yeah. I mean he just literally just dropped the title uh, the day he started as, as a booker but now that opens the door for him to become NWA world heavyweight champion because he yeah. can keep working with the National Wrestling Line and Bring him on his partnership with New Japan. He's doing those dates for New Japan whenever he wants. Literally, they just got Jay White on the Supercard of Honor card, so that's a good sign that they were able to get Jay White on that. Um, yeah, but Marty Skrull, man, I, I think this was the best move for him. Like, I don't think AEW was good for him because I don't know if they'd have probably put him on the executive team like for Cody and Kenny and Bucks. I think he'd just been a talent exclusively. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, I, I think this was the best move for Marty. And, you know, good on him, man, for, you know, not being a 
and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but good on him for not being a follower. You know what I'm saying? He did yeah. his own thing. Did his own thing. And, and now look at him, the handbook of Ring of Honor. And, you know, he, he put a, he helped put on a good show on Saturday and another good show on Sunday night. And it, it's, it's looking like it might be Marty versus uh, Nick Aldis at hard times. And, you know, Marty, Marty might win the NWA world title. So, good on him. So, I'll just very, very quickly say, I slightly disagree with you in that. Um, I think that NXT and WWE would have actually been a very good move for him as a performer. I think his character is perfectly suited to the theatrics of the WWE. I feel like they would do a good job of, you know, portraying the villain. And you mean NXT? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I get, I get that. I thought you meant like main roster. Well, even the main well, roster, I think they would do... Like they might not do a very good job of telling stories, but I think they would do a good job of marketing the villain, should we say? Mm-hmm. But um, I agree with you about AEW. I think he would have got lost in the shuffle, um, and I think to go there, it would have been like that comfortable thing to be with your friends. And I feel like this deal is the best, you know, best for him. Um, and people forget, like if you go to WWE you're going to be working a lot of dates and that's a massive toll on your body taking bumps. Whereas ring of honor, I think yeah, it's like every, do it. every other, every other couple of weeks, do a couple of tapings. And they do live shows. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. getting paid WWE main roster money to do that. He's got, he's got a hand in creative. So he's at least got, you know, like a, you got some stroke, man. Yeah, some stroke and some handle on his, you know, how he's portrayed. But it does make you wonder, number one, why didn't, if they valued him that much, that they were going to offer him that much money and, and this sort of deal, why didn't they put the title on him in Mad- at Madison Square Garden? Oh, because uh, you, you, you see the, the text messages from Joey Mercury that he put out? Yeah, yeah. That they yeah, yeah, he, he was going to leave. Yeah, that, that's why. But I mean, I mean, well, now that doesn't matter. So I mean, and, and that that just shows you, like, man, you talked about this before. Like, Marty Skrull didn't go out on social media and bash Ring of Honor no. at all. Never did an interview, said nothing bad about him. Like, he didn't even now, tease leaving. If you look at his social media, he never said, "Oh, you never know what's going to happen," or maybe I go to WWE or AEW. He just didn't speak about it. And and now look at him, big money, and creative. Marty. Uh-huh. See what happens when you keep quiet. That's yeah. what happens. You get paid. But see, Mr. Brian Cage, on the other hand, sir, he was teasing that he was going to be facing Kenny Omega last year when he was Impact World Champion. I'm pretty sure they weren't happy about that no. at all. Your, 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 world, your world champion is talking about when, when people want to see him versus Kenny Omega. So Yeah. The other thing, of course, is why didn't they offer this kind of deal to the Bucks and Omega before AEW was born, I think they did. Uh, they did. One of the things no, no. the Young Bucks said was that one of the reasons they wanted they wanted dual contracts um, with New Japan or whatever. Oh, you um, talking about Ring of Honor? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, why I, didn't I, Ring I of Honor offer? Oh okay. no, no, no! Why didn't Ring of Honor offer the Young Bucks this type of deal with this type of money? Because I feel like they would have stayed because they wanted yeah, to working in Japan. Um, you know, before AEW was really going, 
which is when they were negotiating, you know, they had the chance. Um, but there we go. It is what it is, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I would do, well, I'm glad because I'm hoping this will be the start of a resurgence for Ring of Honor. Because, you know, back like a year or two ago, when a few years ago, when like the Bullet Club and Adam Cole and the Young Bucks and that were in Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor was awesome. And I used to really look mm-hmm. forward to their shows. So I'd yeah, like to yeah, see them resurge. I do. I agree. Uh, I want to see them get back to where they was. And, and th- th- this could be a very, very beneficial thing to Marty's girl. And you, you, you want to be crazy. Like if, if Marty got that booking experience and then he went and started his own promotion in the UK and tried to revive the UK independence scene. Yeah. Like that, like be that, cool, that would be, that would be like the biggest twist. Cause you know, how people think the UK scene starting to fade out of the independence scene in the UK. How cool would it be if Marty's girl was like, you know what, I'm going to take this money I'm making, I'm going to build my own promotion in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see, you know, build from ground up. Like, that That probably would be one of the biggest stories of the decade starting in 2020. Certainly would. Um, so, Ring of Honor is doing a free show uh, in a week, I think, or two weeks, um, which I think is very clever because what they should do is that that free that show... Was, that was Marty's idea, too. Was it? And what they should do is they I'm should... Proud of them. I'm proud of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud of them. Yeah. Well, if they're clever, they should... Um, They should literally shoot a load of big angles at that free show to get people interested and to get people coming back to the product. So if you shoot mm-hmm. like a load of big angles, um, which get people talking, they're going to come back and watch TV. And, you know, that sort of stuff. That's what I would do anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they, they uh, maybe Sinclair is going to finally start Paying some big bucks to Ring of Honor for some talent. They they definitely need it, but you know, I I think the New Japan partnership is going to hold through, and it, it's it's going to show as Supercard of Honor. You know, you start starting over. Jay White is a big deal, and I, I'm pretty sure that's going to lead to Tama Tonga, Tangaloa, and a couple yeah. of other guys being a part of that show. I I, I don't think they're going to get the Okada, but you know, they they're going to get the Jay White. They're going to get the probably. Now, Will Ospreay's off. Yeah, Will Ospreay's book for, for WrestleMania week, you know, so. What would yeah. be interesting is everyone assumes that the Revival are going to AEW. But say the Revival got offered a similar-sized wage to My Squirrel from Ring of Honor, and that would mean they could work NWA and New Japan. Now, to me, I think they would... I think, I'm obviously guessing, I don't know them, I haven't spoken to them. Um, I think that would interest them because I do think that the money in the revival in NWA is just unbelievable. I, I definitely think that in the NWA, that's where the revival will be at their best because that's, that's like their wheelhouse. That's yeah, the type man. of tag team they are. And I feel like they would thrive in that type of scene scenario. Which to me means makes Ring of Honor the best option for them because they can work all three promotions if they can get that big money. Because like I think Sean Ross Sapp reported that WWE offered them five hundred thousand a year. Uh-huh. They've been offered big money, but um, yeah. Yeah. I also heard that it's not completely out of the question that they stay at the at WWE either. I don't think they will myself, but. 
I don't think that's a small move at all. To me personally, I don't. No, unless you know, thing is, unless they throw like crazy money at them, like Brock Lesnar money, because then you know, if you've got kids and stuff, it's like yeah, 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 yeah. secure your future and stuff like that. But you know, they're gonna make money wherever they go. Let's face it, because I think AEW will pay them the big bucks too, because they want that young bucks versus the revival match. The Young Bucks even said that. They said they're doing an interview that they want that match. That's with the, the revival. Match everyone wants to win it. It's the revival versus the Young Bucks. It's like. My, 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 my only fear is that that match happens and it's not as good as people. As a, as a, it's not as good as we expect. Yeah. I, I, that, I know that happens a lot. Like, remember when AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura had their feud and everybody was like, this is going to be the greatest greatest match of all time. And, 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 and it sucked. <laughs> like, I, I, was, I was very disappointed. Yes. I do remember, unfortunately. Okay. So, uh, a couple of, sh- couple of shows yesterday. We're Monday as we record this. Uh, which one do you want to hit up first? I, um, I only watched a little bit of uh, Impact. So, we, 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 could, we, could just, we could just recap like the, the, the main stuff from Impact. But yeah, man. Let, let's, okay. let's, go ahead, let's, go ahead, let's go ahead and give the people what they came here for. And that's for the, the takeover Blackpool number two. Live yeah, from man. the Empress Ballroom, right? Is that the Empress Ballroom? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So uh-huh. where we start off, I didn't watch the pre-show, so I don't know if there was there any I, matches on the pre-show. Uh, I, I I don't know if the no no I, I think it was um it was a tape pre-show and while the tape pre-show aired, that's when they had matches taped for NXT oh, UK for this TV week and stuff. Okay. Yeah, but I know I know uh, Joseph Connors beat the hell out of a kid. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you know that thing we were talking about off air uh, about mm. me going to. Uh. I uh, I hit up Alex, and uh, he's uh, he's going to work for me. So we'll great. see. Great. We'll see. That's, that's a good. long shot, but we'll see. No, nah, that's great, man. Bro, I really hope you get in there, man. Get that get that interview with Sasha Banks. Get those scoops. that interview with Sasha Banks. Get those, get those interviews. With- <laughs> There'll be a new new news beat man then. See? I'll be take I'll be coming over to America. I'll be coming over to America and I'll be taking your jobs. You, 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 yeah. you're, trying to, you're trying to take trying to take out me, you trying to take out my my, my, my guy Jeremy, you're trying to take out Joe, you're trying to take yeah. out everybody, man. You're all going down. <laughs> take all your jobs. So um we opened up the show with a video package for all the matches. And uh, narrated by Peter Dunn. Uh, Fantastic video always, package, by the way. Always good to see Peter Dunn. And WWE does these video packages real good. Um, I feel like me and you are going to disagree on some of these matches. So let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, first yeah. up, we had uh, Trent Seven versus uh, Eddie Dennis. Trent Seven lost a lot of weight and looks much better. He looks real, you know, he's still a big guy, but he looks good. Um, I was just going to say, I thought it was a, a pretty good match. Um, I thought Eddie Dennis was a little bit off at certain points, but I still enjoyed the match. I still thought it was pretty good, but I thought it could have been. Yes, I, I always think Trent Seven is the right guy for these takeover shows yeah. to open up because the crowd, the crowd just loves Trent Seven. You could tell like it's a lot of respect there between him and the, you know, 
the, the UK faithful. Like they love Trent Seven. Yeah. And you can see why. Like he's a seems like a likable dude, and his you know he always gets the crowd amped up. But as far as the match goes, like I, I don't really think people are like as invested as Eddie Dennis in, in in Eddie Dennis. I feel like they 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 just wanted to see Trent beat him. Yeah. And, and as far as the match goes, like you said, I think it was a good match for what it was. Uh, there was some really good shots during that match. They were killed the damn security guard. So, yeah. You know, when, he, when he did the toe, like, I think the dude, like, clocked his way. And so, uh, I know that didn't feel good. And, you know, they had that cool shot when he, you know, basically dumped Trent on the, on the, on the outside security guard, which was really cool. And they had some cool shots, and, you know, the crowd was into it. Of course, they should be into it. Um, I, I think it's the right place for this match because I feel like all the other matches, if it would have gone, if the first two matches would have gone on before Trent, yeah, I think so. Do you think there would be a better choice for this, like the heel in your match, Van Eddie Dennis? I feel like they could have, like, that. I just don't feel like the, the, and I don't like to say it about a Welshman, but I feel like the fans are not invested in him as a heel. Yeah, they, they don't really care. The, the, the thing is, like, I've seen, like, the last couple weeks of NFT TV, and it's like, they, they were doing a story, like, you know, Eddie Dennis was on Yeah. And he, he, he just came back and they were doing a story, like, he was like, not, not, not stalking Trent, but like trying to like get on his skin and stuff like that upon his turn. And it, it, they, they, they really like he on Eddie Dennis. It was like more so of him just beefing with Trent, just the beef with Trent. You know, yeah. that's the guy target. I, I know Trent Nandar had a banger on NXT TV, so I feel like Nandar could have been a good opener no, match. Yeah, Nandar, he always gets a reaction, whether he's heel or babyface. Usually yeah. has good matches, he's charismatic dude. Yeah, I agree. I feel like he would be the better choice. And then you've also got like guys like Travis Banks and. Uh, Guys who didn't have matches, so you know, there's time there which they could have used. I just feel no, no, no disrespect to Eddie Dennis. I thought he did. Okay. I thought he was off a couple of times with that. Like, they just didn't kind of line up, and you know, it was a, it was like for me, it was like a five out of ten match. Like it was average, but it could have been like a six or a seven if it was different guy with Trent Seven. I feel, but maybe that's just me. I maybe I'm being a bit harsh. I, I mean, the, the match was okay for what it was. I think I don't think it was anything crazy. I don't think it was great. It yeah. was just a good opening match, and the crowd made it better than crowd, what it was. Yeah, they were still yeah. amped up for the show. Yeah, the and, UK you know, crowd helps, doesn't it? And, you know, I think the right man won. Just to get that, just to get under your skin, I think the right man won. Yeah, I think as much as the crowd wanted to see Trent win, I think, yeah. like, if you're going to build Eddie Dennis, then build him, you know, build him with wins. Don't take his legs from underneath him like they do with so many other guys on the main roster. So I agree that, I, you know, if they're going to push him and make him a mid-card, top-card heel, you got to have him win matches. Um, isn't Eddie the progress world champion? I'm not sure. Is he? I think he is. Okay. I think he is. Uh, next up was the... NXT UK Women's Championship, which was Kay- Kaylee Ray versus Tony Storm versus Banger Evan. Yes, this match was fantastic. I love this match. Match of the night. Match of the night, sir. I know me and you could disagree on that. No, no. Match to, quote, to quote you, this match slapped. <laughs> it was very, very good, I got to say. It was. Uh, yeah, man, I, it was really I like good. this match, man, a lot. I like this match, man. Dude, Tony Storm is a superstar, bro. Yeah, she should be on the main roster, though, shouldn't she? Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, she, she should already she, be up with Sasha Banks and Becky and Bailey and them girl, girls. Um, Tony, but she got it, bro. 
Like she she got it. She gets That's it. What they're looking for. And K- Kaylee Ray is really, really, really underrated in my opinion. Like she is really talented. And Piper yeah. Nevin is a joy to watch as well. Like they these three, they work so well together. And and I think they all friends in real life. I think. So you know, I, I think that dynamic always works good when you mess up when you're in the ring with somebody who you're actually friends with. So like yeah. you all just try to basically just help each other, put on the best possible matches you can. Yeah, so this, this not like the, this match has so many great near falls, man. Like so many great near falls, and and I, I kind of went in expecting them to do the switch with Tony, because I was expecting them to you know have Tony go in and face real for the NXT UK, uh, have uh, go have them go and face real for the NXT Women's Title at Worlds Collide and do the double title match, and then have Rhea walk out as double champion. Like that, that that's kind of what I thought, but you know, as I been in twenty twenty, I'm glad they didn't do that. You know, keep the UK title. Uh, Separate from the NXT title. Yeah, I thought I, I thought they were going to do championship versus champion at Worlds Clyde. Uh-huh. I got to say, by the way, Worlds Clyde is going to be a banger. Yeah, it is. Going to be is. so good. Um, I thought this match. I thought they built this match really well. Like it started off slow, where you had they were kind of breaking off into pairs as they wanted to get at each other. Um, and then they just slowly built up and built up. Um, I really like Piper Nevin. She's got like this really quite unique offense. She's got a unique look, and she can work as well. It's not like um, you know, like maybe like fifteen, twenty years ago, if you'd had a girl like Piper who looked and sort of wrestled like her, she'd have been she'd have had the look and stuff and the character, but she'd have been dreadful in the ring. Whereas Piper Nevin is really good um, and she can have great matches. Um, it makes such a big difference. Like we say, Tony Storm should be up with the, the top girls up in Raw and SmackDown. She should be up there. And I hope that that happens this year. I'd like to see her do have a good run in the Rumble. Like yeah, I was about to last, say that. Put her in the last room. four, last four. Um, so she's like really good. And then when they do a draft after the mania, because they will, they always do. God, I hope um, they don't do a shake up again, man. Good yeah, lord, they please don't. Just do like a draft where. Do you know what I would do? I would just do. Uh, each brand gets ten picks, and you can't pick the champions. And just pick ten. So you're not switching everyone. Because that's pointless because you just end up with the same matches on different brands. Um, you switch 10 people, 10 teams, whatever, um, just to freshen it up a bit. And then you bring in like your Tony Storms and you bring in a Matt Riddle or a Keith Lee. People really freshen up the rosters a bit. Um, <clears throat> the match ends with uh, Tony hits the Storm Zero for a Neil Fall on Piper. Uh, uh, sorry, Piper breaks up the near fall and then Tony hits a storm zero with, with Ray on her back <laughs> onto the back of Piper uh, and then Tony hits the, a variation of a pedigree for a near fall before hitting a diving frog splash and then Kaylee Ray super kicks her out the ring and before she covers Niven for the win um, good heel victory for Kaylee Ray stealing the victory from uh, the jaws of defeat. 
Um, were you surprised that Piper took the pin, or did you think that she was there to take the pin so Tony didn't have to? I think she was there to take the pin. And, and, and honestly, I feel like this match was originally just supposed to be Piper versus Kaylee, but they figured why not throw Tony Storm in there for the takeover because people love yeah. Tony Storm. And I, and I think it, it was needed because she's going to be in the World's Collide match regardless with Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's title. Uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen in that title match. Like, they're going to beat Tony Storm twice. But, I mean, she didn't lose that takeover uh, Blackpool, but, like, she still lost. I wonder whether they might have, um, like, Shayna and the Horsewomen. And somebody, yeah, somebody in the field, like, yeah. Beat them both down or something. So it's like a double, mm-hmm. like a DQ or whatever. And they, like, so yeah. no one loses. And because we haven't seen Shayna for a couple of weeks or since her loss, so yeah, but, I wonder I mean, whether they well, may do that. Yeah, it, it was gonna be interesting. I, I'm, I'm curious to see, like, I, I, don't, I don't think they're gonna because Shayna's not even in that battle royal this week to determine Rhea Ribby's opponent that take over for them. So I'm, I'm interested to see, like, what's gonna happen where I think she shows up to the Rumble. I think that's what everybody's expecting her to show up at the Rumble. Um, yeah, I but, think she's on her way up. Yeah, but uh. As far as Tony goes, I feel like they might, you know, they, they probably are going to beat her, like, just to get Rhea a win under her belt. Yeah, they can't beat Rhea, can they? So it's kind of nah, like you've either got to beat Tony beat or it's got to be some sort of schmage. Mm-hmm. Say, I, I, I wouldn't even be Rhea, to be honest with you. No. Too I think, right um, oh, yeah, going back to Shayna, I think Shayna's going to win the Rumble, by the way. That's my pick. Mm-hmm. I'll take. I'll take. Okay. Shayna win the Rumble. Yeah, Shayna and the winner of the men's rumble will be let me think Mm. I think the men's rumble winner is going to be I don't know I just don't know, that's a hard one I'm begging on AJ Styles yeah, I'd like. I'd, I'd, I was thinking I would like to see AJ Styles versus Brock at Mania. Yeah, man. I'm, 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 I'm going AJ. I'm, I'm either going AJ or Roman. However, however. Oh Lord, here we go. Here we here go. Here we go. <laughs> if they're not going to do my dream uh, thing of oh, like boy. of Riddle throwing out Goldberg and Brock in the Rumble to start up like this big feud with them. If they're not going to do that, I wouldn't be against Brock winning the Rumble from number mm. one and facing the Fiend and then the Fiend beating Brock. To get that Brock rub at Mania, he gets his let, first let, Mania win and he beats Brock. Let, let, let me ask you this. Just from a, a, a fan's perspective, uh, what what would be how cool would it be? Rock comes at our number one, right? Yeah, yeah. And they say introduce a number two, Matt Riddle, and it's Kofi Kingston. Yeah, that was no cool. Kofi, and Kofi gets him out in like ten seconds. No, 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 not even throw, not even throw him out. And, and Brock doesn't throw Kofi out either. They they just introduce Kofi as a number yeah, two entry, and they that'd be awesome. off and they fight. I, I think the crowd would go eight. Stuff for that man, like I, I really yeah. think the crowd that that would probably be one of the biggest pops of the night. I think that'd like, be awesome. Honestly. I still think then, it would be also be awesome if he if Kofi threw him out in ten seconds. Out, yeah, I think that <laughs> yeah, would be that, incredible. That, that, I really be do. Something. 
No, but I, I like honestly, I think either that or the or the Matt Riddle one, just for just for the sake of you know giving people what they want. Yeah. Like on, on, on the Matt Riddle front, I think it would be something like giving people what they want, and I think a lot of people will pop for that because I, you know, at, at these big shows, those are the, the smart crowds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, you get massive reaction to that. Exactly, and, and, and for and for Kofi, I think that would be such a, a big moment for a lot of people, including African American wrestling yeah, yeah. fans, just to see that, just to see Kofi get his, you know, his, his moment back. And and I, I'm personally in this thing, I don't even want to throw Brock out because I feel like it'll be just defeat the purpose of having Brock in there in the first place. But like, I feel like it would be good for Kofi to get in there and brawl with Brock and hit him with the trouble to paradise, knock him down. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. the next person come out, and the next person like. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, it, I think that would be something, like, full circle. And it would be, like, a, you know, a, a big thank you to Kofi for, for not complaining on social media or anything like that after, you know, getting wronged like he did you know, back in October. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That would be cool. That would be real cool. Um, so the next match was uh, Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin. Um, this was good. This was real good. They start up with like a lock up and they, they what I liked about the start is um in the promos, Devlin is telling Bate that um like he's quicker, he knows what Bate's gonna do and uh, you know, he's more intelligent, he's more he's stronger, he's he's everything which Bate doesn't know and to start the match Bates goes for like his old sort of classic moves, like the what's it called, where he puts his arm up and then punches him with the other arm. Oh, Bob and Bang. Yeah, and he goes for that, and Jordan Devlin blocks it, and he goes for some other kind of catch wrestling moves, and Jordan gets out of it. Jordan's got him in a like an an arm uh, a wrist lock, and Tyler Bates there's like rolls and flips to get out of it but Jordan Devlin keeps hold of it and really established that Jordan Devlin was kind of on it you know focused and on his game and and they just built from there uh you know more and more um the crowd was going crazy for this match yeah they they they, they definitely love the match the only problem i have with this is they sh- i feel like Jordan Devlin should have won because yeah, yeah. I just think if you look like Tyler Bate doesn't need to win, he, you know, he can lose, but also they, they in NXT UK, sometimes with the males, I feel like they got habit of kind of like only like always building the same people. It's like Walter, Joe Coffey, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn when he was there. And then outside of those four, they don't really like push anyone right over to the top. And I feel like mm. Jordan Devlin would a win here after that match and the year that Jordan Devlin's just had would have elevated him to, you know, top heel right up there with Walter. Um, so I do feel like they missed the boat a little bit because I feel like it hurts Devlin that he lost again to Yeah, like yeah, it, 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 it's kind of hard for me not to see Devlin as a main event guy if I saw yeah. some of his stuff in OTT. Like, yeah, of course. He is, he is great. Like, he really is talented as hell. And, like, 
after seeing the stuff that he does in OTT and other independent promotions, it's like, like when I see him in NXT UK, I'm like, dude, why isn't he champion again? Yeah. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like that type of thing. So yeah, Jordan Devin is fantastic. I I, I do agree with you. I think he should have won this match. But but I feel like, and that, not not that this is a bad thing at all. But I, I feel like this is a little bit of favoritism with the, the original three. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course. And the other yeah. thing as well is, uh, it's like, are you going to do Tyler Bate and Walter again? Probably well, not. I don't, leave it alone. Let, let, was, let, let, let that card, let, let that card match be what it is, man. Like that was one of the best matches of the year. That the best match of the year. And that's what I mean. So, like, if they'd had Jordan Devlin win, you've got someone else up there who could potentially fight Walter because Jordan Devlin works as a heel or a babyface. So, like, that's a really good prospect. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit disappointed with the result, but the match was awesome. Um, they did this awesome spot where Tyler Bate is in the corner, Jordan Devlin charges him, and he f- sort of does like a back body drop over uh, Devlin over the ropes. He lands on the apron and straight away jumps back in and does like a slingshot cutter. That was uh-huh. so slick. And then he yeah. did it. And then not long after he did it again, but he did it from the inside of the ring to the apron. Um, it was just nice. Good stuff. Good match. I thought this was the best match of the night. I've got to be honest. Uh, women's three-way. <clears throat> mm. But no, this, this, this was a, a really, really good match. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Like, Dude, the, the crowds make these matches like so like amplified, dude. Like it, it is crazy how much realize the crowd is so important in these matches. Like a lively crowd can make a match go from just A to A plus in a, in a minute. But how how much better would Raw and SmackDown be if you had rowdy crowds like NXT and NXT UK? Um, I feel like it would be better to two hours. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But also, but like if you had those rowdy crowds, you know, like when a couple oh, yeah. of few years ago, when like the Raw was like in London and stuff, and when the crowds were really rowdy, and you'd have like um, they'd be singing the Bailey song, and they'd be like cheering um, Bray Wyatt versus yeah. Roman Reigns and the Wyatt family, uh-huh. and they'd all be singing, you got the whole world in your hands. Like I miss those crowds for Raw and SmackDown. Because the last year or two, they haven't done that. The crowds haven't been as good for the. No, they, they, no, they, no, they have. The WWE just edits them. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. Isn't it? They ruin yeah. it. They should just put it on as it is. I do. I, 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 I genuinely cannot stand when they literally when they come edit over to the y'all in UK and they edit like, like, what, like, what's the point of that? Like, what, like, what, what cause they? Cause I, you remember when that? Cause that was the time when they wanted Seth Rollins to be the good guy, right? Yeah. They were trying yeah. to get him cheer, and they was booing the hell out of Seth Rollins. Like I know they were, like the UK crowd was booing the hell out of Seth Rollins. They, well, they, they did to it fight. to Roman Reigns too, didn't they? Um, oh yeah. Back in the day, like he was getting well, like, f you Roman and booed out of the building, and then they Roman changed the cheers. No, Roman got the big pop last time when he came well, to yeah, the UK. Well, yeah, last time he did. They, 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 got, they, got the, they got the big pop. They, they love Roman now. They ain't, ain't going to love him if he beat the Fiend, I'm telling you that. Uh, <laughs> he go right gonna back. do it. You know they're going to do it. He's going to be the <laughs> Superman which beats the evil Fiend. 
and oh, then boy. they're going to go right back to square one. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So next up was the ladder match, which was Gallus, uh, Wolfgang and Mark Coffey versus South Wales Subculture, which is Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews versus the grizzled young veterans of the James goat. Gibson and the what's the other one called? Zach Gibson. Name Zach Gibson and take your, uh, take your shoes off if you hate Gibson. I, I, I love that chant, bro. I swear, so I love, good, bro, I love you. You can't crowd are fantastic, but yeah, dude, like for, for this, it might not like I felt like this match was like anticlimactic in a way. Like it, it wasn't, it, it it was good, but it wasn't like what I was expecting. I thought they was like this match was gonna be way better, but it was like you know that's like that's an okay ladder match. And maybe that's just me being a spoiled wrestling fan because I've seen a bunch of Latin matches, but it's like it 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 wasn't like anything crazy to me. Yeah, it was it was good. I thought it went a little yeah, bit was, long. Yeah. I thought it went yeah. a little tiny bit long. Um and I feel like the crowd wanted anyone but Gallus to win. Mm-hmm. I really do. I feel like if Southwell subculture had won the crowd would have cheered. I feel like the grizzled young veterans won. The crowd would have cared and they would have booed. Yeah. But also with a bit of cheers. I feel like if Imperium had won, they would have really cheered. And Gallus kind of got like a smattering of cheers and boos. Um, oh, so, 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 let me ask you this. So I, I know that you know that... Um, Imperium and Grizzle Young Veterans are still in the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. Do you think that had an impact on if they were going to win this match or not? Because both because Grizzle Young Veterans, they're facing Alex Shelley and Kushida on Wednesday in the Dusty Classic. What yeah. a banger that could be. And then Imperium. Who are they no. facing? Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, no. I think. Well, no, 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 no. Because Imperium, they beat the Forgotten Sons. And Gallus lost to Undisputed Era. No, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews are facing Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Imperium oh, cool. still in. They advanced. And I know this week it's the... Uh, Grizzled Young Vets versus... Grizzled Young Vets versus Alex Shelley and Kushida. So do you think that had an impact? The, the fact that those teams are still in the Dusty Classic like that, that's why Gallus retained because Dallas already got eliminated. Yeah, it and, could and, be. But then, do you think... And just to, Wait, this is actually rookie. Do you think that that means that those teams are one of those teams, one of those UK teams, are probably going to be the next NXT Tag Team Champions that take over Portland? I do think that one or both of those teams should go to NXT US permanently. Mm-hmm. I, I would really like to see Imperium be the team which kind of takes on Undisputed Era. Like, because you know, like, whenever someone's feuding with Undisputed Era, it's always like they throw together like three guys, four guys, mm. four single stars. I want to see like a proper stable versus stable, right? Imperium, right. and I feel like Imperium, the, the guys within the team, are really good workers who could have amazing matches as well with Undisputed Era. But, but I would really like to see Grizzled Young Vets in NXT as well. So. Spoiled for choice. Um, I would have loved to have seen so who you think, real quick, who, you titles. Think, who you think will win the Dusty Classic? Do you think I, I I I just don't see them going the the, the makeshift tag team route again? I, no, I, I think, think um, 
I think Imperium's going to win, and they're going to beat Undisputed Era for the tag titles. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I think um, I think Pete Dunne's going to turn on Riddle because he's going to mm. okay. think rather okay. that I think he's going to be he's going to be paranoid that Riddle's going to turn on him. Tom. Yeah, from the and then he's going to do it. He's going to do it before Riddle gets the chance. Um, and then that'll lead to a takeover match. Yeah, and that's going to be a banger. Um, okay, Mister Sap. The, 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 yeah, the Imperium man, or Grizzled Young Bucks will win. Well, well, watch out, Mounties girls, guys, coming for your spot, buddy. Coming for your spot. Yeah, no, I think Imperium or Grizzled Young Vets will probably win the Dusty Classic, and I'll be very happy with both. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, back to the ladder match. I thought it was okay. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. I was, like, at no point was I bored. Um there were some crazy spots. There were some not so crazy spots. Um, I'm not a big fan of Gallus. I just Wolfgang is probably the most impressive to me and the one I care about the most. The other two just don't really care. The Coffee Bros. Sorry, Bros. I am um, not a fan. I prefer Mark. To Joe, I gotta say, you wait for this match, bro. You can, you're gonna be surprised by what I say. So Gallas won the tag titles, and next up we have the main event, the fantastic, the great, the main event, the champ, the top guy, Joe Coffey versus Walter. Get this shit on the road. <laughs> Why would they put me through this match? <laughs> you want to know what, man? This match was not bad. No, it, it, it really was. It, it, it was. it was a good match. Cause first it of went all, too I, I long, bro. Too long. Too long. <laughs> yeah, I, I, way too long. So see, I actually thought it was good that the minute it was because it took me a minute to get like into it. So it was like I think it was really good for what it was like. The, the, I, I, I see a lot of people saying they weren't investing in Joe Coffee, and I mean, I, I I get it in a way, but I mean, like it, it kind of was like a full circle thing because Walter took out Joe Coffee at the first takeover Blackpool, so it was like you know bring it back yeah. full circle. And I mean, he obviously still couldn't beat Walter, so you know, but I I I, I think it kind of added to the excitement of the match of Gallus walking out with all the gold and it was just that little idea right there like yeah. are they really gonna do this and i think that's what kind of added to the match because and i mean if, if they would have put the belts on imperium they probably have been like well damn well of course walter's winning the main event yeah. ones that they yeah, got yeah. All the championships so yeah that, that was kind of just my thinking on it but i i actually really enjoyed this match i really like the spat with walter uh kick the hell out of the referee that was really good it's a big the referee so referee bump the referee so that's so nice good on him you know, good fella right there. He deserves a raise. Yeah, I was I was kind of playing a bit. I um I did enjoy the match. I did think it went a bit too long, maybe five yeah. minutes too long. Um I'm not really invested in Joe Coffey, as we discussed before. Um I just kind of don't I just don't see it. But 
I can understand why they like him because he's jacked. And I'll tell you what, one thing which I did notice is like Joe Coffey is one of the bigger guys in NXT UK. Like he's jacked. He's quite big built and he's like, he's one of the bigger guys. Yeah. And Walter towered over him. Walter is massive. Um, And like, I was surprised at the size difference between the two. Um, you know, Walter's so good. They they slap the shit out of each other. Uh-huh. Some big slaps. Uh-huh. Um, Joe Coffey kind of sells a bit of everything and he's he's getting beaten down. Um, there's that referee bump. So Walter goes for like a massive, massive drop click and... Joe Coffey gets out of the way and Walter kicks the ref square in the chest and he just goes flying. It was a very good rebump. Very good, man. I've seen um, recently this and what was was that other really cool referee bump that we saw recently? It was like the best referee bump ever. Oh. Now it's gonna that is now it's recent like recently in the, like the last probably month or two. Oh, that's gonna annoy me now. That is it might have been a, when was the last takeover? Uh, takeover war games. Yeah, I can't think. That's gonna bug me. Real, real bad. Takeover war games. See if it is trying to strike a memory real quick. I just googled best ref bump. <laughs> Possibly the greatest ref bump ever. But yeah, Joe Coffey, he just doesn't do it for me, man. And I feel like he doesn't do it for a lot of people. There's there's some sort of disconnect disconnect there. Um mm-hmm. and I think that's a problem because they've they are really pushing him hard, and I feel like you know, he's he's not clicking with the fans. Um, and there, there's other guys within WWE or NXT UK, should I say, who are clicking. Um, so I do feel like, you know, maybe they they should look elsewhere to or to other guys for who they're pushing. You know, like, um, you know, there's guys within those ranks of NXT UK who I feel like could be uh, better options for top guys than than <clears throat> Joe Coffey. Um, and I can see why, like, Triple H and Regal and those guys, I can see why they like him. Jim Smallman. He's just, he's just not clicking. <clears throat> not clicking, man. You don't think so? Nah, not with the fans, I don't think. I think he can be like a, a good upper card heel with like a, the faction and stuff. I just don't think that he's that main event guy to give like a 30-minute main event slot to. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 can see, I can see that point. Uh, you know, going back to my earlier point, I think Jordan Devlin would have been a great fit yeah. for this match. And well, this you don't is even what have Jordan to have... Devlin should have won. Because he yeah. could go into the next one, couldn't he? Mm. And, and and Triple H did confirm during the interview that there's going to be more takeover. UK takeover this year. 
So I really hope they do Cardiff again so I can go this time. Yeah, they, yeah I, I definitely think they're going to run Cardiff. And I, I know he said he wanted to do, he wanted to do like some, some other places. Like he wanted to run France. He wanted to run Italy. Like he wanted to do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like go yeah. out a little bit. But the I, German, I Germany one would be good because the German fans are rowdy. And, and I, I know he definitely said that they were heavily considering Scotland. Like that was Scotland like, would be awesome. Yeah. Those ICW fans, crazy, man. And Mark Dallas making an appearance. Yeah. The, um, yeah, just for all you UK people watching, yeah, I know who Mark Dallas is. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm up on my UK news. I know exactly who Mark Dallas is. Do you know who they should bring in, or they should have brought in, they can't now because he's gone somewhere else, Ooh. to go with the Galas is Joe Hendry. I feel like Joe Hendry would have been a good sign-in for NXT UK. Um, Joe Hendry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he would have been a great sign-in for NXT UK because he can do his local hero gimmick as a baby face or he can do the prestigious one, that kind of thing, as a heel. I think, didn't he have a... Didn't they have in ICW uh, a like a stable called The Prestige, which had yeah. Joe Hendry. I think that's still a thing. Wasn't that Joe Hendry and the Coffee Brothers or something? I think that's still a thing in ICW, but it's just not with Joe Hendry. Ah, right, okay. Oh, okay. Now, See, now I, I, have Joe, watched, I used to love um, watching ICW and stuff. They used to put shows on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um but I haven't watched for a while. I was really excited. I was hoping they were going to put it on the on the network. You know, um, they got their Square Gold thing coming up next month. What is that? And I know Square Gold, the Square Gold match, the, the, it's basically like a rumble, basically. Okay. And they, uh, I know Sammy Callahan's going to be in that match. So, love it. Sammy Callahan. So, um, just right at the end after the match, oh, I really like Walter's submission. It was like a, like a head, like a choke thing. Crossface he, type thing. Yeah. yeah, but he was like he was like choking him from the side, and it was like it was like the rings of Saturn. Jaw, and it was good. It, 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 it was like pack submission. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really good. Um, like, I and, and just to add in, like one thing I really liked about the the finish was when after he he finally, I, I think he hit him with the power bomb first. He did it again, and then he put him in the submission, and then he was like, what you can see Walter saying, and he kind of blurted out, he was like, just tap out, Joe, it's over. It's over, tap out. And, like, that that was so cool to me right there. I was like, that, like, little stuff like that. I always, like, little, like, little touches like that, because he was like, I just, damn, they killed you with two power bombs. I got you in the submission. You ain't getting out. Just give up. Tap out. It's over. It's over. <laughs> and that's when Joe tapped out, You're and done. I was like, that 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 was that was cool as hell right there. Like that was a nice touch. Yeah, man. So the prestige at the moment is Travis Banks, Joe Coffey. This might be out of date. Uh, Joe Hendry and BT Gun and El Ligero. El Ligero. Travis Banks still wrestling ICW? I did. This might be an old thing because I was just okay. having a quick look. Um, yeah, it's like from 2017. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, I know Travis Banks. I don't think he wrestled that But I remember watching the, the Prestige, and it was like the Coffee Brothers, BT Gun, 
and Joe Hendry, and that was really good. They were really entertaining. So, yeah, I used to love all that. Local <laughs> hero, local hero. Um, and then at the end of the show, the uh, Undisputed Era attacked man, Walter. Man, that part, man. Oh, can you God. can you believe they didn't do Out of Cold Baby on live though on the on air? He, he probably did it after the show. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did, he did it on the did, stage. Did, 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 mother, God damn! I was yeah, ready. You, 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 you got to admit, I, I think that was that was a smart move not to do it because you got to heal it up, man. You got to heal it up. Adam Cole's a heel. You got to heal it up. But I mean, at the same time, you you, you got to get the people what they want, man. Like, come on, man. Adam Cole, baby. I was stood on my bed. I was bent down. <laughs> I had my arms ready. <laughs> they didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, man, but that, that like, don't you love those moments? Like, um, like when you hit a roar of the crowd, yeah, and then like you know something about to happen, like and then the crowd stopped picking up and they ran in the ring. That crowd went nuts, man. Like they went yeah, they nuts. Like, it, it, it was kind of that same thing. Uh, remember when uh, Naito set Okada for the Destino and the crowd was just yeah, and like they because like, they, they knew they knew it was they knew it was over. And like when you were understood. I, I'm guessing the people from the from the hard camera side saw Undisputed Era run in, and that's where that roar came from. And then once everybody else turned around and saw Undisputed Era came in, that's when they was like, "Oh my goodness!" Oh, let me ask you this: I I, I saw a couple of people uh, saying they weren't happy that Walter was the one they got to beat down. I think it made sense for Walter to be the one. Yeah, Adam Cole down. would target him because he's big and he's bad, like and Adam Cole's arrogant and he wants and to be the center of attention. And it's not like they jobbed them out. Like, it took all four of them to beat him. Yeah. Like, and he kept getting up, and the four of them had to beat him down. Man, so, man. with a world's Clyde, is it Adam Cole versus Walter, or is it oh, no, it's four, four, four. With four and four? Yeah, and four I think four. that's a good idea, because it protects. You don't want to beat Walter, and you don't want to beat Adam Cole. You don't want yeah, to beat you, either you, guy. You, you, you want to know how I many, like, now that you bring that up, that just kind of sparked an idea in my head, and I think it actually makes sense. If you, um, I think it would be smart to have uh, either Fabian Einer, Marcel Martel, or Alexander Wolf. I, or preferably, I would have Marcel Martel, Fabian Einer take the pin and mm-hmm. Worlds Collide. And then if they end up still winning the Dusty Classic, and then they get their win back when they beat Undisputed Era and take over Portland for the tag titles. I like it. I like the sound yeah, I, of that, Mitch. And I think, and, and I think that's the easy way to get Cal O'Reilly and Roger Strong on a future NXT UK takeover show to come get their rematch. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That'd be an easy way. Easy way. Easy way. So overall, mate, what did you think of uh, NXT UK Blackpool Two? I think I think it was a good show. I think it was a real good show. I still be. You know what? I, I think this one was the better than the last one. I do think it was better than the last one. Uh, I would say the tag title match from last Takeover Blackpool, the first one. I think that one was way better than this one, with the Grizzly yeah. Young Veterans versus uh, British Strong Style. Um, I mean Mustache Mountain. Uh, my bad. Uh, but um, overall, I think this match, this card was really solid. Really good matches on this card. Um, you know, I, I saw some people talking about they weren't emotionally invested. I'm like, oh, maybe you should watch the show. You know, I, I, I think that I think that helps a little bit. Yeah, you know yeah what's it does. Going on. If you watch <laughs> the characters, you know, every every week, 
then yeah, say, but if you, if you haven't watched NXT UK in, since August, then I mean, I'm, why would you be invested in anything going on on this car? I mean, so you know, but uh, uh, out of everything, I still think the the women's three even match was the best match on the show. I really enjoyed the the whole car for the most part. The only match that I wasn't really interested in, but the crowd helped it out, was the opening match with Eddie Dennis and Trent Seven. But you know, overall, I would say about a you know, eight point five, eight point eight, eight out of ten. Yeah, I think Solid I'd give car. it, I'd give it a seven and a half, mm-hmm. seven point five. Yeah, because for me, um, you had the women's match and the Tyler Bate and Jordan Devlin match, both excellent, and then the others were kind of somewhere in the middle to good. Like none of them were bad, but yeah. Now let me ask you this. Okay, so. Come the next takeover event, I want you to predict all the champions. Who will be champions by the next by the time when there's the next NXT UK takeover show? And I, I give you my answer. Well, you want me to go first? Go on, you go first. Uh, no, I think Walter, um, and I think Piper Nevin, mm. and I think Imperium will be the tag team champions unless they put they win the NXT tag title yeah. yeah and then I think it'll be the grizzled young vets so for the WWE United Kingdom title I'm gonna say I think I, I, you know what I'm gonna go either either Jordan Devlin Tyler Bate or I'm gonna go Walter but just to pick just for the sake of picking one I'm gonna say Walter for the tag titles I think you will probably get Grizzly Young Veterans back as a tag team champions again. And for the women's title, I'm gonna say Zaya Brookside. Oh, that's a shouting off. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say Zaya Brookside. Yeah, I, think, like I think they're gonna tell her. I think they're gonna tell her story, man. Like she, she's a baby face, man. Like she's a baby. She baby. is. Um, she's so talented, though. There's a they've the got kid. Uh, <laughs> their women's division, man. And like their overall women's division from Raw and SmackDown to NXT and NXT UK is it's just incredible. They have so mm. many unbelievable like women's wrestlers signed to contracts. There's no excuse for subpar programming. Storylines, yeah. yeah, yeah, because it's on the bookers. However. I will say, if they did an evolution an, an evolution pay per view this year, and they did it right, it could be incredible. Include, include everybody, man. Include, include everybody. All four brands, all the women's titles defended. Give them, like, do proper, you know, proper slappers, proper bangers, and show what these women can do from all brands. Instead of like the the kind of watered down divas type stuff, you know, like what they did with Charlotte and Becky at the last evolution. <clears throat> you want that 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 level of intensity from all four brands, and I think that evolution pay per view could be one of the best pay per views of the year. Yeah, I, I really do hope they do another evolution pay per view, man. That's gonna be. That, 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 that's that's going to be some man if they if they really decide to you know go through with that all the way. I think it's going to be something crazy. 
you know, they got to if they do it properly with all four brands and that, like it's got to <laughs> be. Um, did you want to talk about uh, impact? Yeah, for impact, I, I think we can just uh, just, just give you. I mean, yeah, just just a quick so just a quick note, uh, and we can just jump to the main event. But I do want to say that Eddie Edwards and Willie Mack were. I mean, Eddie Edwards and uh, Michael Elgin was a uh, match of the year contender. I, good, I highly recommend that. Man, I watched that now straight away. Because I wasn't expecting nothing out of it. Because they've done the match about three times with Impact TV already, so I really wasn't. But they, man, they went out there and they killed it. And they had stakes on the line too. Like it was, um, Eddie always had this thing where uh, he can challenge for any title of his choosing, right? And yeah, that, that's the whole thing. And and, and Michael Elgin didn't beat him for it. And they yeah, got to retain it. And it had stakes in it. And it was just a real good match. And it was real solid. And the crowd was into it. And they, 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 they killed it in that match. And, um, you know, it's the storyline where uh, Ace Austin, the X Division champion, he was trying to get with Eddie Edwards' wife. Yeah. So, and, and I think there's a valid case for Eddie Edwards not to go after Tessa Blanchard, who's the Impact World Champion. He can go out and finish that thing with Ace Austin. And the, 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 the character that Eddie Edwards had, he's this crazy dude, like, off the rails. Mm-hmm. So I think it would make sense for him to go out and finish that thing with Ace Austin, opposed to going out to Tessa Blanchard, and then that leaves the door open for another person to go and face um, Miss Miss Lady. Yeah, so I've um, I've watched the first couple of matches. I watched uh, Ken Shamrock, his match. I watched the X Division match. I watched the Knockouts match. I haven't watched RVD. Uh, I haven't watched Eddie Edwards match. I haven't watched do this um, and I haven't watched the that, tag match. That's the that's what they're doing with RVD and KD four. <laughs> Those promos are golden. Bro, th- this is the best version of RVD, bro. I'm telling you, like, and and, and look, I I get like the other side, like I know, because because women's wrestling has come such a long way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, from what it used to be, but bro, this stuff is great. But there's still like, tar- this is, there's like, still room for characters bro, as well like, as you got this. You got this 50 year old man running around with this Instagram model. Yeah, and she's slobbing him down. Like you, you know, it's like it's, it's funny as hell, bro. Like it's that's good TV right there, man. Our RBD is thriving in this world, and I love it. I love to do it. It is hilarious. So, what so, did you so think of the main? What was the main event like? We 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 should go ahead and dive into this. So, if you guys didn't, I'm pretty sure everybody knows by now the stuff with Tessa Blanche. You know everything that happened. Where me and Sam had a real good conversation off air about this. So. Honestly, man, I, 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 it, it, it was it was it was a real good match, but I wasn't focused on the match. Yeah, I was more so just on the outcome and how things were going to turn out afterwards. I wasn't really into the match like that, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, like I was like I, like I even did a podcast last night. I, like I just wasn't focused on the match. I was focused on more what was going to happen after the match. You know what I'm saying? Like it was that one of those type of things. But it, it was it was a good match, man. Like you know trying to put those things aside. Both are talented, very talented individuals. And they had a, a, a real, real good match and the crowd ate it up. And, you know, it, it instead of it being this moment where it felt like, you know, this big pop moment with Tessa Blanchard got her moment and everybody was so happy for her, every, like her title was tainted. Like, it, yeah. it, it, was, it was like, it was like, a, yeah, you made history, but eh, 
type thing. Like, and that's yeah, yeah. It's that's sad. What it was, it's a shame, man. isn't it? Because if you think like the last podcast we did, we were talking about like we previewed they, this match. They need to put the title on her. Me and you were saying that. Yeah. And then all this shit dropped, and it's like, nah. It took even before the event. I was like, no, I don't need. Like I, it, it took the edge off even wanting to watch it. To watch um, it, yeah, I, man, I'm telling you. Were you? Did you so, think at any point that they might not put the title on her because of it? You, 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 you want to know what? From Impact's perspective, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like this test of winning a title has been the plan for a while. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm kind of glad that they just stuck through with the booking, like just. If, if, if you go and finish it out, then fin- finish it out for storyline yeah. purposes. Finish it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And they, 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 they didn't switch. I mean, because Sammy Callahan ain't no saint either. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah. You know, but, but obviously what Tessa did is his home a little bit different for me, obviously. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's just, like, I'm, I'm glad that they just stuck through what they were going to do. They don't be reactionary I guess but I, I feel like it would have been great if they would have put out a statement or she would have put out a statement or a video on her own accord and address what happened instead she chose the privilege and you know well you know I'm sorry you were offended you know but yeah. I'll be a strong person la, 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 like she made it very much about her rather than owning her shit and yeah. that's all I wanted from her really like she can't she can't she can't um, undo. You can't control how people. Can't take, did. She can't take back all the stuff that she that's gone on and all the stuff that was said on the weekend and revealed and all this stuff. You can't take that back. It's happened. She's done it. Whether it was two weeks ago or two years ago, it's happened. Yeah. But she needs to own her shit. She needs to apologize or not apologize or whatever. But don't come out with this kind of weak, half-assed apology, which ends up just being a promo about how good and strong you are because that's, yeah that's not basically it. ain't character promo yeah and um, um, that's not that's not doing it for me and this is you know from from her point of view professionally it's a shame because you know she's coming she was coming into a period now where she was going to get the impact title and then her yeah. contract was going to be up and everybody would have wanted her everybody and i'm sure you know I'm sure they still will, but this is certainly taking the edge off that. I think. Did Did, did you Companies see? The, will think twice, and someone I saw someone cancel the booking of hers. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was about to bring up. Did you see that she got pulled off the the, the, the independent date? Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, company will might, might mess with her pockets, section, man. Which mm. you know, from her for her personally, you know, that's a shame because she's worked hard and all that sort of stuff. But equally. You know, if you say shit, like, which is horrible and offensive. So, so, so something I said, like, I was like, you need to, in life, you just need to watch who you're wrong in life because that person or people may not, they, they're not going to, they might not wait until the best time for you to get their revenge. Yeah. And it's probably going to happen at like the peak or when you're up top. That's what happens to a lot of people. They, they wrong a lot of people. And then those people come back at the worst time. Yeah. And, but and you know what? They, you know, she brought it on herself because she tweeted 
um, about women supporting, <laughs> supporting each other. And I was like... Oh, yeah, they, 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 uh, they supported each other, all right. If so. she hadn't put that tweet out, none of them people would have tweeted that stuff. Wait, aren't you, like, curious as to why she tweeted that out? No, like, that was so random. Yeah, I, I wonder whether it was something like she feels like she's not getting a... Like she was going into this match. And, and, and none of her fellow colleagues getting, were like, yeah, none of her yeah. peers were going, oh, wow, Tessa's going for the male championship. It's, it's historic yeah. and it's this. I don't know. I just think that, 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 she brought that, that, it on that, 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 Either way. Yeah, she definitely did. Well, look, they, they supported each other in, in getting the word. Yeah, they definitely well, did. did. Yeah, At the end of the day, they got her ass. She's, I don't anticipate that impact are gonna let her speak about it anyway i think that'll be nah. it now i don't think nah. they'll speak but her nah. half-assed tweet saying um my statement is didn't happen or something like that when you've got like several people who were and there the who's involved yeah and the person <laughs> who's involved they're all saying yeah did you know own your shit say sorry and like like dude allison k Mia Yim, LeBlanc Rose, who the, who's the, the, the basis of all of this, Priscilla Kelly, Aladon, Sienna, yeah, Sienna, that's uh, Allison K. Yeah. Um, who else we got? We had uh, Rebel from TNA. Mm. We had Kavita DeV. <laughs> Dude, there were so many people who came so out and spoke people. out against, like, I, I'm trying to feel, I'm like, bro, she's, like 24, 25. How many people did you wrong? Yeah. Like how well, many people did she, you disrespect? That's why she didn't get the WWE contract, wasn't it? It's because she had a bad attitude. The attitude, so man. Maybe it was real bad by the sounds of it. Um, look, like we discussed off air, mate, I said some stupid shit when I was... We all had. From like the we age of like 15 up to 19, 20, I was still saying stupid shit. Probably after that as well. Um, I was lucky because I didn't have social media because it didn't exist. So I got away with like saying all that shit because there was no social media then for yeah. it to stay on the internet forever. But you grow up and you grow as a person. And I'd like uh-huh. to think from what I gather, a lot of this stuff happened like two years ago. Um, so like her, she would have been 21, 22. So I'd like uh-huh. to think that she has grown up a lot. And by all accounts, everything I've read over the last year has said she's grown up a lot. And yeah, she's, she's changed. To work with yeah. and she's been, her attitude's been good. Um, I know Sean. But that, that's that statement, up. man. Like it was just, oh yeah, you good. I said, I said that statement she put out just backtracked everything. Yeah, that, that just, that just made him, that, I thought that just made her look even worse than if she'd said nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, if she just hadn't replied, then that would have been better than putting that kind of half-assed apology out. Yeah. Well, apology. What was you about to say about the, the report that you oh, said? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, Russ Sapp, I'm sure. I'm, I'd have to look. But I'm sure he had a report before which said when she worked mm-hmm. all in, she was really easy to work with. She had a real good attitude. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, she obviously has made... Did she win that match? That all in match? She won that, right? Yeah, she did, yeah. Okay. Okay. But, uh, you know, she's obviously made changes to 
like how she uh, perceives herself to other people and how she, you know, whether she's professional or not or whatever, you know, it's not for me to say. But if you say horrible shit, eventually it's going to come back and bite you in the ass, especially in this day and age where you've got the internet and everything like that. You ain't getting away with saying stuff. So don't say it. Simple. Don't be a dick. And we're gonna leave it at that, folks. Uh so, so before before but before we uh before we put this thing to be by the, the next time uh we're gonna do the podcast is World Rumble, right? World's Collide weekend. Uh, yeah, so it's not next Monday, it's the Monday after, isn't it? Yeah, after. Yeah. So uh shall we shall we make Worlds Collide and World Rumble predictions? I got the card up right now. Yeah, yeah, sir. man. If you got the cards, read them out, baby. So we got WWE Worlds Collide uh January twenty fifth. Uh, it's NXT versus NXT UK from the Toyota Center. Um, the first match we have, uh, uh, we have Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov in a singles match. I think that Ilya Dragunov will win. Whoa. Shock. Okay. Have Shock to. in the first round. But I tell you what, that okay. is going to be a good match. Mm, I do too. Uh, it's going to be a bad I'm going to go Finn on this one. I'm going to go Finn, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. If Ilya won, just to put a shock value. Um, this match isn't official, but they've been teasing it out on social media, so I'm assuming it's probably going to be added. Uh, we're probably going to get uh, Dave Mastiff versus uh, God. What is it? What is it? What is his NXT name? Jonah Rock. It's um. He's in um a, uh, oh, I cannot remember his, his NXT name right now. And, oh, it's not Elliot Sexton. It's uh. What what, what is Jonah Rock's NXT name, man? It is. Oh, it's gonna bug me, so I need to know. Jonah Rock, Jonah Rock, Jonah Rock, also known as Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. That's what it did. They were teasing that a lot, so that, that's probably a match we're gonna be. I think Dave's gonna win that one. I love Dave Battle, Master, bro. Battle of the Stocky Dudes. I love Dave Master, the Bomber, Dave Master, and you got a theme song. Fantastic. So, uh, if, if that match happens, what do you think? When the NXT wins, the NXT UK. No, I think uh, Bronson Reed might win. Yeah, you might as well count Bronson Reed. Any from Australia, might as well count him in NXT UK. Um, so next up, we got. Uh, I think Rhea he'd Ripley be a good um, addition to put on NXT UK. NXT right? UK, yeah, for sure. So next up, we got uh, Rhea Ripley defending the NXT Women's Title uh, against. Tony Storm side. Who do you think is walking away with that victory? Yeah, Rhea Ripley is going to win Rhea, that, isn't Rhea. she? Just, yeah, I think Rhea's winning. going to be a good win. If, if, they, if they all go take the title, it damn sure ain't going to be in the world collide. It's probably going to be a takeover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Let, let me get your uh, let me get your prediction on, on this, sir. Hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. So, as we all know, there's going to be the Battle Royal on this week's uh, NXT side. When are you planning on releasing this podcast? Um, when where Wednesday maybe Thursday depends on how quick I can get it done. I'll probably put okay, it. I'm so, basically going to put it out as quick as I can. But okay, so uh, by the time this comes out, we should know who's going to be challenging Ripley to take over Portland. But so I want to get your um, I think your, it's going to be Tony Storm. I'm, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get your thoughts on this. So we got uh, so of course we got Worlds Collide uh. 
So you, you think Rhea's going to retain that World's Collider already against Tony? Um, yeah, Rhea Ripley will win a World's Clyde. Okay, so we got the Battle Royal this Wednesday on NXT, and the winner is going to face uh, Rhea at TakeOver Portland. We got Tony Storm, Haley Ray, Bianca Belair, uh, Yo Shirai. No, we got, no, excuse me, scratch that. We got Bianca Belair, we got Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Chelsea Green, Dakota Cat, Vanessa Bourne, Caden Carter, Mia Yim, Santana Garrett, Io Shirai, Shafi Blackheart, and Zaya Lee. Uh, I think Io Shirai will win. I think Io Shirai's win and she faces. So, so she'll face Rhea Ripley. So, when we get to take over Portland, who do you think? They, they didn't even switch? No. No? Okay. Don't think so. Maybe no, no. I think if they do a switch, it'll be a mania. Do you do, do you think for storyline purposes it would make sense if Dakota Kai won the battle royal? Because remember she turned and let on the team at Takeover War Games. Yeah, I guess they could do that. Have her lose to Rhea at Portland, um, and then build up a big match with Io Shirai for Mania. At Mania, yeah, okay, that'd be cool. Yeah. So. uh Back to take, I mean, back to Worlds Collide. The main event of that show, obviously, is going to be Imperium uh, versus Undisputed Era, eight man tag. Um, I think Undisputed Era is going to win this match. Mm. And then they run it back at uh, TakeOver Portland, and Imperium gets the win back and takes the NXT tag title. But I wonder whether they will give Imperium the win here as a way to set up to set a tag, time, tag title shot. So I'm going to but one day comes through the Dusty Classic. Well, it depends if they win it. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, very true. Very true. So yeah. So I the next know. night. About that one. So so the so the next night after that, um, so we <laughs> we got the Royal Rumble and uh we got Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin in a singles match and they'll both be in the Royal Rumble. How you feel? <laughs> How do you feel about Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin being added to the Royal Rumble? I don't want to see Matt, that shit again. I don't want to see it anymore. Stop stop putting it on. Just stop. That's it. Stop. Just stop. I don't want to see it no more. So uh so wait, so who do you think is gonna win uh that match? Nobody. They, Everybody they, loses by having that match on again. You you wanna know what? I'm I'm gonna say King Corbin's gonna win the match and Roman Reigns uh, eliminates the him in the Royal Rumble. Continue forever. Yeah, basically. So so after that we got uh Becky Lynch defending out defending the Royal Machine against Oscar. This is the match I'm looking forward to the most outside of the Rumble matches. I think it's about to be great. I think they're about to kill it. And I think Oscar is gonna beat Becky Lynch, sir. Yeah, I'm going with that take. I think yeah, I, I think, I think Oscar's gonna, gonna win. It's gonna happen because I, I I think it would make sense for and Oscar think, to continue beating Becky Lynch and then Becky Lynch going to hiatus, go away, come back, and then get the title back. I think Oscar wins, and then after the match, Becky Lynch thinks about attacking her, like she did to Charlotte last year. Um, but then she like offers her hands for a handshake. And Oscar like thinking about it, and then as they're teasing it, Shayna Baszler and the Horsewomen attack Becky Lynch after the match, put her through a table, completely destroy her. She does yeah. a stretcher job, I, ready for the mania. I, 
how, how cool would it be if Oscar would have beat Becky Lynch, right? And then Becky's just like sad as hell in the ring, like she can't get it done. And then like just when she can't think it's gonna get any worse, Shayna Baszler come in and choke her out, leave her in the ring, like just yeah, the, the worst possible. Because yeah. I don't think that match needs the title necessarily. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like yeah. I do think they, I think they will probably have Shayna win the Rumble and challenge Becky that way. But I would prefer personally to see Oscar, Oscar beat Becky at the Rumble and then do what I just said where Shayna and the horsewomen attack Becky and she does a stretcher job after the match because they choke her out and put her through so, a table. So, so, for, so for Oscar, do you, who, who would you have on the, who would you have win the Royal Rumble and challenge Oscar? For the championship, honestly, I, I wouldn't be mad if they had Sonya Deville. That's what I was gonna say. Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I would go with Sonya or uh, Io Shirai or someone like that, that or Bianca Belair. What if Kyrie Sane won the Royal Rumble? I did think about Oscar. that, but I don't want them to split up. So who's that? Yeah. They got split up. They just gonna be going at that mania. Bianca Belair would be a, a good one as well, mm. but I think it mm, may yeah. be too soon for her. But I'd so, like so, to see so. someone new in there. Sonya is the one I'd like to see. Sonya versus Oscar because weren't they gonna have a match last year? Sorry, yeah, Sonya. Yeah, so I that's they're the two I'd go with, and then Becky and Shayna have a regular match. Okay, so uh, next up we have the theme. Bray Wyatt defending his Universal Championship against one Daniel Bryan. Uh, side recently on SmackDown, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns were talking about WrestleMania 36, and Daniel Bryan said he was going to be walking into WrestleMania 36 as Universal Champion. And Roman Reigns said he was going to win the Royal Rumble and face Daniel Bryan for Universal Champion. Side, are they teasing the inevitable? I can't even say that damn word. Are they teasing what is to come with this? Potential Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match is Daniel Bryan going to be the one? Be the I don't think he. I don't think he is. I hope he's not. I not. Re- I don't think it's the right time for the Fiend to lose. However, I did see uh, a report somewhere the other day that the plan was for a triple threat for the Universal Title at Mania, which was uh, Roman, Daniel Bryan, and the Fiend. That's a big match. It is a big match, and I think the only reason that that would be there as three-way is so that they can get the title off the Fiend onto probably Roman without pinning him, without pinning the Fiend. Which I like that. I not. I don't particularly want to see. Like I don't particularly want that match at Mania for the Fiend. I want to see the Fiend win at Mania because Bray has never won at Mania. Mm. Uh, um, if they're going to take the title off him, I'd rather it be. In that situation, then that match, right? Don't be so, so just, just a quick sidebar. How cool do you think the Fiend's interest is going to be inside Minute Maid Park in Houston at the Royal Rumble? It's like that big ass stadium, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be crazy. They, they'll do something real special as well with that, yeah, man. So, for the uh, we got the women's World Rumble match. Uh, currently, we have Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Cross, those are the current entrants. I'm pretty sure we're going to get more tonight, a handful tonight. Uh, and Sonya. And men's, so, Sonya. Sonya or Shayna, depending on if they have. If Shayna's going to face Becky for the title, then Shayna 
will win the Rumble, in my opinion. If Shane is not going to face Becky for the title and there will be a regular singles match, then I would have Sonya. You want to know something would be crazy? Like, I think some people sleeping on. What if Sasha Banks win the Rumble and challenge Bailey? Yeah. That's, I thought about that the other day. I thought that'd be that'd be real cool. Real yeah, cool. Sa- Sasha win the Rumble. Sasha win the Rumble. Uh, for the men's, got a, quite a few entrants. We got Roman Reigns. We got Brock Lesnar, who's the WWE champion. We got AJ Styles. We got Eric Rowan. We got Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Elias, King Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Otis, and Tucker. I think Drew McIntyre got a shot, man. Yeah, he'd be he my shot. preferred pick. If they're not going to go yeah, with a... If they're not going to go with a like a Riddle or a Keith Lee or even a Brock to go against the Fiend, something like that, which excites me, then mm. I would like to see Drew McIntyre do it. I want someone different in the title pictures. So like Drew McIntyre versus Brock and Sonya versus Oscar would be amazing to me. That would be awesome. Would, would, would Drew McIntyre be the first Scotsman to win the world title in WWE? Yeah, no one else. Like, Rowdy Piper never won it, did he? Um, no. I know Fit Finley never won world Fit, title. He's Irish, anyway, ain't he? Yeah. That's it, Scotsman. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but, Ty, I, I do want to talk to you about some, a couple of couple of things. Before, uh, so, so, something that hasn't been announced. They talking about uh, Booker T and, and Harlem Heat taking on the revival at, at Royal Rumble, sir. That This hasn't been confirmed, but what do you think about Booker T coming out of coming out of retirement and uh, getting their hometown pop in Houston? Him and Hart, him and Stevie Ray taking on a revival. I think do you think you think it, especially considering everybody saying the revival is probably going to leave soon. And I'm pretty sure they're not going to beat Harlem Heat. <laughs> that ain't happening. Well, the thing so, is, if they weren't leaving, you'd say they have to beat them. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't want to put the the old guys over the young team. But do that part for Booker T is gonna be insane. I think that match I, the crowd will be insane. Just because I because I definitely think Booker T gonna be in a Royal Rumble. I definitely like come on now. You gonna have that man in his hometown? Yeah. Like, you're not gonna put him in the Rumble. So in in another another surprise, I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Uh, Mister, you think you know me? Could be mm. in the Royal side. I'm telling you, if I'm watching that show. And I hear Edge's theme song. I am going to flip. I'm gonna pop. I am going to pop ski. Flip. I'm gonna have to check on YouTube to make sure you ain't you you, you ain't go crazy. I'd be sleeping. Cause I... <laughs> <clears throat> and, and get spoiled on Twitter the next day. Yeah, someone will tweet me in the morning and say, "Did you see Edge?" No, I just woke <laughs> up. Thank you. But what, what, what do you think, especially considering the fact that, you know, you've seen Edge deny everything, you know, deny, deny, deny. And then, but, but the fact that he signed a new contract with WWE, he's been going to, you know, the places to get checked out, all their top facilities. And he's, he quit the Edge and Christian podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, all, all this stuff. All the signs know, are there. A, a, of a return, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it is, it, it's, it's like, what would you do with him at Mania, though? Man, um... Because I ain't putting him in a match with Brock. Dude, I'm... Cena? He's not running. Don't, 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 don't have him win the Rumble. 
first and foremost. Please don't. She should get eliminated. It'll be okay. Like, people will still go crazy for age, regardless. It'll be fine. Just just have somebody like Baron Corbin eliminate him. People let people hate Corbin even more. Yeah. Um, but at Mania, man, get, get, give me Edge and Christian in the tag team match. Yeah, I could do that. Edge and Christian versus The Revival. Or, some, or something like that. Versus the Spirit oh. Era versus New Day with the ladder match. Yeah. Or The Usos. Matter of fact, give me, give me yeah. Edge and Christian versus The Usos. Give me yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. What about, yeah. what about Edge versus Cena? Edge versus Randy Orton. Um, i tell you what I'd like to see. I'd quite like to see Edge versus Daniel Bryan. I think that could be cool. Something like that. Something that I haven't seen. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. And and another guy side that people, um, I'm pretty sure everybody is anticipating in the match is Mr. CM Punk, Mr. Phil Brooks. No, I don't think that's happening now. You don't think so? No, I just think that I just think he's not quite there. And I think by next year, the time will have passed. Yeah. Like now is the time. If he's going to do it, now is the time. Whether it's in the Rumble or just in the build-up to Mania. Um, and if he doesn't do it, then I don't think I think the time will have passed. So it'll be interesting. The pop, if he goes in the Rumble, though, mate, will be right up there with the AJ Styles pop. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And yeah, that, 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 that's, that's kind of what we uh, got loaded up, man. So next time we be, be with you guys, it's World's Collide Weekend, World Rumble Weekend, to recap all the news. And then we will be back the few weeks after that, two weeks after that, for TakeOver Portland, and then AEW Revolution, and then Elimination Chamber, and then... <laughs> WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So much wrestling coming up. But some of these shows are going to be awesome. Uh, Guys, follow Andrew on Twitter. uh, AD Thompson underscore underscore. And check out his work at Post Wrestling. And also his YouTube channel, Andrew Thompson Interviews. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at AceCaster underscore Nation. Facebook.com slash AceCastNation, as well as uh, video videos of all our shows at YouTube.com slash AcePodcastNation. Please subscribe, check the bell to be notified every time we have a load show. And uh, the audio shows are available at all the usual places. Guys, thanks for listening. Andrew, Matt, boy, thank you, my brother. And I will see you next time. Podcast Network.